0: there we go thanks that how's your day been
1: oh busy (laughs) as always i think um as i said to um someone a minute ago i'm wooed out (laughs) (laughs) yeah
0: welcome back to what you'll learn my name is adam ashton G'day, g'day g'day my name is adam jones we just interviewed janine ellis
2: she's the author of the accidental entrepreneur which you can go back and check out that episode but mate what else is she
0: Mate, she started Boost Juice, which is obviously huge now, from her kitchen table in Melbourne. So, her passion was to find good nutrition for her kids. Now, Boost is an absolute booming empire with 500 stores in 17 countries.
2: Massive. So, she's got 7,000 uh, employees across the world, and she's got not only Boost Juice, but also Salsas and Chibo, so two other little franchise, not even little, Yeah, massive franchise businesses. <laughs> yeah. But she was Telstra Businesswoman of the Year in 2004, and they've done $2 billion in sales. Yep,
0: that's it. And also, obviously, a shark on the hit show Shark Tank. Yeah, so
2: absolutely massive, awesome, awesome discussion about business, about life being a journey, about risking everything, putting it all on the line. She quit her job and sold her house and paid off in the end.
0: Mate, one of the uh, the most inspirational, greatest chicks da- chicks in Australia, I think, at the moment. So it was, uh, yeah, absolute pleasure having her on. Mate, sick. Janine time. Time. Rocket. Uh, welcome, Janine, to the What You Will Learn podcast. Thanks for coming on. Can you start off with telling us a little bit about yourself, for our listeners overseas who might not be, might not have heard of you or Boost?
1: Okay. All right. So, um, I started Boost in um, 2000 uh, with a um, was on maternity leave with three for my three kids. From my three kids, and um, didn't want to be a um, be, uh, I wanted to be have more control over my own destiny, and so my own business. And it uh, so for from 2000, 2004, and um, now sixteen years on, we've got we're in twelve countries and we have five hundred stores under three brands.
2: Amazing, amazing. We loved your book, uh, The Accidental Entrepreneur. Uh, oh, thank. I don't you. want to uh, obviously give away your age, but you didn't start Boost till you were mid thirties. Uh, would you say? I, I, I kind of feel like I'm in a rush. I want to start my own business. Would you say people are in a rush these days?
1: I think everyone has their different life cycles. I mean, I'm, um, I was never one of those people that had wanted a lemonade stand or you know, mm-hmm. had my own business idea at a young age. All I wanted to do when I was tw- between 21 and 30 was travel, so, and that's what I did. I basically had a backpack on my back, no internet, no mobile phone, no anything, and then just travelled for seven years and just followed my nose, and um, and that was yeah, that was yeah, pretty much um, my youth. So it was only when I got back and I had to start to grow up that um, I wanted to actually start to have my own business. So that's why I started in my thirties. Um, but you know, different people have different things in their lives. Some people, you know, there's this young girl who's 14 that's so She's onto her second business. I mean, some. Yeah do different stuff um, and you know some people start their business when they're 40 you know and that's great too you know I know this gorgeous lady who started um, started her law degree at 55 you know there is you know what you find when you get older is that it's a great long life and mm. there's different things in your life that you want to do and it doesn't have to be done now.
0: Mm. Yeah so what you mentioned in the book and you said this is what one of the things that made you want to travel is you thought there was always something more you had this question there's more. To life and, and like that. Do you still have that in you, thinking there's always more to life, or there's always more more to learn, or, or new paths to go down?
1: Always, always. Yeah. I, I think we're fundamentally designed as humans to continue to learn. I mean, whether like last year, I um I, I got incredibly passionate into um, yoga ten years ago, mm-hmm. and so I um. I, to Be a teacher, so I did a teacher training course, and now I'm a qualified yoga teacher. So, because you've got to keep learning, you know. This year, I um bought a horse, you oh, know, yeah. <laughs> so I'm now you know, I, I spend my nights <laughs> instead of in front of the TV on videos on how to do natural horsemanship, oh, my and my then God. I practice it on the weekend. My poor horse goes, What are we learning? <laughs> yep, <Yeah>. stop it, <laughs> you know. So, um. Yeah, we're we're always learning. Yeah, we should always have a book in our hand, and we should always source out people to teach us more things and and do more things. It's it's what we it's what we're designed to do.
2: it's yep, awesome.
1: It never ends. Yeah,
2: definitely. I know
1: at your age you think that when you get to my age it's done, but what? And that's the whole point, you know. You know how when you get yourself, you absolutely smash yourself out with, you know, drinking or drugs or whatever you guys are doing, right? Not that I'm saying you're doing that. <laughs> Yeah. But what you tend to do is you go, you think, that's all right, because when I'm old, it's all, all sort of, you won't worry about that. But what you find is when you get older, you want to be healthy because you think, oh, my God, it's so much fun being older. I didn't realize how much fun I was going to have um, at my age.
0: Yeah, 100%. this um, Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> Unreal. Uh, I would like to just talk a little bit about the start of your journey at Boost. Were you, were you confident when you first started? Or was it a no. big, massive leap?
1: Oh, it wasn't that I was confident or not confident. It's, um I was probably completely naive. I had no idea what was involved in starting a business. No idea whatsoever. Um, I, um, you know, I... I hadn't I hadn't done it I didn't know the difference between debit and credit, I didn't know what trademark was, I didn't even know what franchising was, didn't understand about leases, um, you know, and so what you did was you just started and you just got going and you had to learn something every day. And, you know, I left school at sixteen and um so my business course was called Boost and <laughs> You Sparse And comes in all different forms and that um, I haven't got a law degree but I you know, I, I test anyone who knows more about le- the legalities of trademarks than me or international business. Yeah, so, you, so you learn in different ways. I also, um, because I think I didn't have the formal education that some of my colleagues had, I made it a point to actually try harder. So I would, um, instead of sitting back like a lot of people do and go, oh, the lawyers know everything, I used to go, well, I'm paying you $400 an hour I'm going to use this as a lesson for me, for him to teach me about contracts in leasing or contracts in trademarks or contracts in everything. So I would spend... I would make sure that I got every single cent worth out of that lawyer because I did not want to make sure that... I wanted to make sure that I used him half the time again mm. or I didn't need him at all because I had enough knowledge to be able to make a decision. So it was it was that search for, again, a search for knowledge.
2: Yeah, that's awesome. I think a lot of people getting into... Business or into anything, think because they don't know something that stops them from doing it, and you yeah. you sort of use that as a as a strength almost. that You don't know something, so you want to learn it. The other thing you sort of turn it. A...
1: Just on that point, what we tend to do as humans, we put caps on ourselves and our capabilities. Mm-hmm. And when um, it's like you, I don't know if you know, yeah, like a, like a, what do you guys do? What do you guys do for sport?
0: Uh, for, oh, like... surf surfing for me.
1: Okay, right. It's okay. Let's talk about surfing, right? Yep. So, you might go, um, all right, I can't get on a, there's no way I can get on that small board, no way at all, right? Because, you know, for me, I'm only at a, I'm an eight footer person and I'm never going to get to a, a six one, right? Then you actually see someone who you know is about equal your, your capabilities and you go, oh, he's doing it. So, why can't I do it? So, suddenly you go, oh, bugger it, I'm going to give it a go. Or I might get a, um, you yeah, a board that hasn't got a fin on it or whatever the yeah. your challenge is for you to get your next level with your mm-hmm. surfing. So suddenly you think that you're capable of, of more than what you even thought. Of. Or if you, the other thing is what's being about great being young and dumb, right? Yep. Is that you'll, you'll go out and go, I'm going to go and get that wave, and someone later will go, mate, are you are you crazy that you did that wave? Mm. And you go, oh, was that too much? That too <laughs> <laughs> right? And be, because you're naive and you're just having fun and you're going at it, okay. then. Um, and then what you find is that you do things that you don't think you're capable of, or or yeah. bec- just because you're doing them, and because you're naive, or you're. But naive is a great strength. And I think surfing has a lot to do with um to business. Like you know when you get at the top of the wave, and you because I'm I'm a really crap surfer, right? Yeah. So you get to the top of the wave and you look down and you go, you're kidding, right? <laughs> that is like I'm going to die if I get on this wave, right? And so, what you do is you go, you panic and you get out of it. Then, what happens when you pull out of it, the wave gets you and it tumbles you down anyway. So, right, say now you're in big trouble, right? Because not only did you not go for it, you're now in this zone where you've got a massive set of waves that are coming down. And there's nothing you can do other than get pummeled for the next five minutes and you think you're going to die. Yeah. That's me anyway. That's what I thought. Do <laughs> so, you so it's, it's the same with business. Sometimes you've got to go for it. Sometimes you can't go half in. You've got to, you know, when you're at the top of the wave and you sit, look down and you see it's so so scary, you've just got to paddle harder. And it's when you're actually going out to the back to try and get the waves, when that wave's coming at you, you can't pull back, you've got to go forward. And so um, not using surfing as an analogy, <laughs> but I, I find that when I was learning surfing and you had to have that extra courage to actually go that, that bit further, it's the same as business. Yep. So, you know, it, the similarities between surfing and business are huge.
2: Yeah, that's awesome.
0: So, yeah. just just on that, obviously, you were a big thinker. And you say that in the book. You thought big from the very start. And it's like, how do you how do you learn to think big up from the start? If there's people out there listening, and and it's just too scary. and They can't think that big. What? Well, how how can you start doing that?
1: I think. Um, I think what you do is you, 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 we, set, we set goals. So we said um, uh, like we would stop every six months and we'd do a planning session and we'd go, all right, we're at 30 stores. Um, we need to get to, to 50 stores or 100 stores to meet out, to meet whatever we wanted to meet. Um, so you do a plan. So you go, all right, so I now know I want to get to 100 stores in four years, right? So I look at what I've got today. What do I need for that? What people, what resources, what money, what, um, what knowledge do I need? So what you do then is you go, okay, I know I need to do this to get to there. So once you actually have that, then it kind of all come, it all kind of works after that because um, you just take one step at a time. I actually did, there was one point uh, when we were growing really fast. I mean, we were growing like a store a week. It was insane. And I told people we can't count. We're not allowed to count how many stores we're in, right? Yep. We're just to do what do we need to do today? What do we need to do today to get that store open, then that store open, and that store open? So, you know, I think you just, you know, you, you're right. You sit down and you go, that is too big a mountain to climb. You know, it's like climbing Everest. You've got to get to base camp first. Let's get to base camp. That's all right. We're going to get to Everest, but let's get to base camp first. And then we'll settle here for a little while. We'll make sure we're okay, check the packs, check everything's okay, and then we'll, we'll go again to Everest
0: fantastic so you're obviously super passionate about health and and Boost were you always passionate about the health industry
1: Um, I've always but look I've approached Boost as a consumer so as a consumer I've always wanted to be healthy Um, but I have no time and it has to be taste great, right? So don't give me freaking cardboard to eat and call it and, and expect me to eat it and want to eat it every single day, right? It's just not going to happen. So, so I sort of approached it as what do I want as a customer? So I want something that is fast because I've got no time, I've got no patience. I want something that tastes great and I want, something, I want someone to create something that I know they're looking after my health stuff. So I know they've paid for the nutritionist, they've paid for the naturopaths. They've, they've got a whole team of people that have created a product that all I need to do is buy, knowing it's healthy. So, so really, that's as simple as it is. It doesn't get very complicated. People in um, business overcomplicate things. It's not complicated. Yep. It's just simple.
2: Yeah, nice. You said in your uh, in your book, I've got it here, the the accidental entrepreneur. You said that having passion is the the easiest way to make money, but the mm-hmm. hardest thing to find.
1: Yes, and look, it's like, um, say, if let's go back to surfing, right? So if you go. I would could do surfing every day, right? If there is a big wave, you know, we've got a we've got a place up in um, in uh, Fairhaven, and there's some great waves out the front of there. Mm, and um, I'm not going to get a tradesman when it's there. surfs up, you just know, right? Mm. And you accept that that's the way it is. I know I'm going to get more done when it's a flat day. So if so if you if you're passionate about surfing, you want to do it at the time. But you can make money out of it. It's not a job. Mm. So what I found when I started with business was I just loved it. I loved creating these products. I loved the reaction I got from the customers. I loved developing teams. I loved the creation of it. So for me to say that I had to work till two o'clock every morning, yep. I, I did that. I worked every morning, but it wasn't that I was going I was going, oh, I have to close my computer, I still want to keep working. <laughs> yep. And so it's, so it's that way. So if you can find that love, then it's not a chore.
2: How do we find it? If people don't know. Do
1: you know what? it's? It's if You don't know where your path is. You know what I find is that you know, people go, you've got to start on your journey. So you might even go, right, I'm interested in surfing, right? Yep. We'll use that again. Um, so, I, and, and in actual fact, I really love surfing, but I love the fashion component. I, I didn't give Billabong a call or, or a, an up-and-coming young brand and say, I'll work for you for free. I'll come and I'll intern for you once a week and I will do whatever you want me to do and I'll get into it. And so what happens is is that you or you take a job and not go, I deserve this because I've gone to uni for this or I've done this. You just do whatever it takes to get into it. Then what you find is you might meet someone in that journey that actually takes you on that path. Okay. I didn't think I was gonna be there, but now I'm I'm over here. So it's sometimes you just gotta get started. So if you sort of go, Well, I wanna start here well, you might actually struggle to get there because you've got to go on the journey. So yeah. take the first steps first. Very nice.
2: Yeah. Fantastic. And with um, what were some of the businesses before Boost? Because I assume uh, Boost uh, wasn't your very first runner. You talked a little bit about some other businesses early on. What were some of your earlier attempts? I
1: was um, in public- publicity. And my husband was in radio. So one of the first thing we wanted to do was we were going to tour comedians. And so we um, – and I've never been – I've never toured comedians either. So <laughs> it would be a pretty cool thing to do. That would be a cool so business. So awesome. I think we would do that. Yep. And, um, and um, so we hired this guy in New York to go and find comedians, and he promised us Seinfeld, and he promised us you know Eric, Will- Eric Idle and um, Robin Williams at the time. And you know, we paid him a fortune. We got no one, and eventually came up. We we can you can tour a guy called Bob Smith, and we hadn't heard of him. But (laughs) but we uh, we toured him. Um, We toured him and didn't make any money. And but we thought, okay, that's that's too hard because you're dealing with talent and stuff. Who wants to do that? That's just too hard. Uh, We we created a business called Love Checks, which was those novelty checks where you sign and say, you know, I'll give you, I'll be designated driver tonight, or I'll. I'll give you a back massage or whatever. So we did did those, uh, but I didn't love it, you know. Mm. But the thing, I didn't know I didn't love it until I do it, right? Mm. So you got to do, do stuff and then go. Nah. And the thing is though, you guys are at the age where you haven't got the house on the line. Mm. Stuff up, make mistakes. Yeah. Go and do it. But as I say, fail fast. You know, have a go. Didn't work. Have a go. Didn't work. Have a go. This is it. This is what's going to work. But you know what? You have got to prepare to throw everything at it.
0: Yeah. Mm. So, how do you uh, how do you shorten the feedback loop for failure to get learnings as fast as possible? Do you think?
1: Um, look, it's. I think you know when it's fine, right? Yeah. I think the other thing is, it's a bit like um, you know, it's when you actually when people actually do when they go into business, they um, do it with a whole lot of mates. and They think it's a really good idea, and you know, the mates you want to have a beer with sometimes aren't the mates you want to do business. For sure. If, even though you like Johnny, you know Johnny doesn't want to work that hard, yep. and then someone else wants to work really hard. So it's it's very hard to do business with with um, with people. But going back to the question, and it goes back to the, the people question, is that okay, so when I fast, it, it's also with when you hire the wrong person, right? You need to be quick when they're wrong. You need to move them on pretty quick for their benefit as well as your benefit you fail fast in the business, but in when you're in the business, make a mistake, fix it, make a mistake, fix it. And every time you make a mistake, it actually costs money. And then if you're also finding that the business isn't isn't working and you feel like you can put your hand on your heart, you've done absolutely everything you can, you've thrown everything at it, and but fundamentally you know the, the industry has changed or something has changed that's out of your control, yep. get on to the next thing. But take one of the learnings that you learned from that. Experience
2: in the next one. Mm -hmm. Nice. What do you say to people who say I I don't like my job? I want to uh, quit my job, sell my house, and I want to just start my own business. That sounds uh, like a big risk to me. And what's your advice to people who just want to put everything on the line? Well,
1: that's what I did. Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) that's what you did. (laughs) So I can't see what the problem is. Um, uh, Yeah, that's what I did. I, 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 we sold our family home. We put everything in it. We. we, uh, I had three kids at the time, and so you know we had quite a lot to lose. Um, I didn't take a salary for three years, so my husband was sort of supporting us plus everything else, plus the business, plus plus plus. Um, and um, so yeah, we had we were all in. We we signed liabilities up to you know more liabilities that we would take three lifetimes to pay off if it didn't work out. So I don't know if you play Texas Hold'em, but we were all in. Yeah, we yeah, yeah, we do a lot. We were done. Like, it's in, you know. Show me your hands, you know. So, And um, and luckily, through hard work and perseverance, it, we, we got there.
0: Yeah. I yeah. think you mentioned in the book, it's either the sink or swim. So you gave you you gave yourself no choice but to uh, figure it out and swim.
1: That's right. And I think that that's, um, you know, fear is a great motivator. And, you, you know, you have to just continue to, like, there wasn't an option. I couldn't fail. Like, we, we had everything on. So every single day when there was a problem and businesses are full of problems, you just kept at it.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. That, that's another thing that I, I saw you, you turn that weakness into into a strength. One was not knowing. and One was that fear. A lot of people use fear and it stops them from doing things, but you use fear to really drive you. How did, yeah, you, no, how did you flip the, flip the well, switch I, on that one?
1: Well, yeah, look, at the end of the day, once you start the job, I go back to naivety. Naivety was a great example. If I knew how hard or scary or how much liabilities, so or if I knew what I knew now back then, I probably wouldn't have started because you go... <laughs> I can think of all the reasons why it would go wrong. So um, I think that by the time I, I realized the depth of when we're in, um, it was too late, baby. We're on the road.
0: Yeah, unreal <laughs> for sure. Uh, you mentioned before, just quickly about the importance of hiring the right people. What what attributes do you look in in people uh, when you're hiring?
1: Uh, there's there's two types of people out yeah. there that, um, and we can, and I think I mentioned it in the book. It's yes. the book. Saw. We'll that one up for you. <laughs> And, you know, what's the reality is we can all be verbs. I mean, sometimes even I, I open my mouth and, and I blame something for someone. I go, oh, hang on, that's my fault. I need to think about that. The mirror is a, a, powerful, a powerful tool, and um, I think in, in life or anything. So I think if you really have the attitude that it's about your own solutions, it's about being accountable, it's about uh, taking ownership, responsibility, for everything, you'll find that most things can be solved. Yeah. It's... People go down that victim path, which is it's not my fault, I'm entitled to be successful, I need to be rescued, and I'm blaming the world. People get stuck, and they get stuck because as soon as it's everyone else's fault, you can't, they can't, it, there's nothing they can do. It's, it's not my fault, I can't do anything about it, so I just have to sit here and whinge about it, and, and hopefully, I can hang out with people that whinge with me so we all feel happy in our misery. Um, i uh, you ask my children, I'm, I'm fairly intolerant of, um, and I'm a very unsympathetic um, person. Like, I'm, I'm like, people have responsibility for their own lives, get over it, get on with it, you yeah. know. Oh, yeah. Brush yourself down, you're fine.
0: Just um, just a question uh, on, on Shark Tank. What, what's one of the biggest problems you see, the most common problem you see with people on uh, being one of the sharks pitching their ideas?
1: Um, I think a lot of people haven't done enough. They have, they don't understand their numbers enough, um, and they don't understand what people look for. Uh, but I think also I go back to that verb and soar. Sometimes the when you when you're asking questions, I'm looking for that type of person by certain questions I ask. And if they if they sort of are saying, you know, tell me about some of the challenges you've had, and if they sort of go down was, oh well, this went down, and and they tell me all the woes without any solutions on those woes, then you pretty well can sort of pretty well hear you know yep. um, what it is like if, if they sort of say you know because everyone has their challenges in business but if they all go oh look it wasn't my fault it was this it was a partner it was that it was that I just go well run away quick
2: yep yeah. and there's a new season of Shark Tank coming out are the, the, the pictures getting better uh, each year
1: look, You look it's hard you know when you're in the seat it's, it's hard to look look outside of it so and it's also a lot to do with the editors and how they put it together so it looks like it's coming out in may so just straight straight after easter so i think they'll start to advertise it sort of in the next um in the next few weeks but no the, the it was a fun season i mean I, we genuinely get along really well and and i actually had um lunch the other day with damon from uh, the um damon johnny guy oh, nice yeah and so it was good to sort of pick his brains because I think they're season 12 or something. Yeah. something where, you know, how it's evolved for them.
2: Yeah, I feel like the U.S. ones, uh, I don't know if it's just the U.S. Uh, culture. They seem a lot more confident. They seem a lot more over the top with the, their pitches compared to the the Aussie pitches.
1: Look, I think maybe if you go back to season two or three mm. in the U.S., you might find that, you know, I think people get a lot more savvy. And so I think people learn from their past, um, from the past pitches as well.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, Shift in
0: gears a little bit. We're obviously a podcast that reviews awesome books each week. Do you have any books that uh, you recommend to people?
1: Books, books about? Um I really like. I like these ones. If you're, uh, I have some books. Mm. These ones are good. Um Vern
2: Harnish scaling up. He's good. Fellow habits. And his follow-up. That, yep. That's a
1: really good one. Um, Naomi would crack the shits with me if I didn't mention her book. <laughs> I've
2: got two sitting behind me.
1: I can't find it here. She'll probably hate the fact that I haven't even got it here. Yeah. Um, the um, the I like I like good to great the good old classic ones. Nice. Um, I think the t- Twenty Two Immutable Laws of Marketing is an oldie but a goodie. Okay. Um, I think some of the um, some of the war ones I think are, are pretty good. I'm seeing uh, this is. Um,
2: Sun Tzu, yeah, absolutely. Tzu. Gotta like,
1: it, gotta like a, a good Sun Tzu. Yeah, um, you said uh, <laughs> you
2: said Jeff loves those war books as well, and maybe a little bit too much
0: early on. Yeah, yeah,
1: good to great. Uh, the um, the book of power.
0: Now, oh a, yes, <laughs> forty-eight laws of power. Yeah,
1: that's pretty good. Do you um, see so. that I, in, a,
0: in Boost as well. Are people playing those power games. Is that across all corporate cultures, or just
1: just some? You it's, think. Is it power games, or is people just you know, is or is it just um, you know people being people? I don't know. I, when I read that, I read the big big one, and I didn't sort of see it as evil. Maybe that's because fundamentally I, I do it. Maybe, <laughs> <laughs> but I sort of saw it as as um, you know, particularly in business when you have an outcome. How do you achieve that outcome? And, and sure, in the book of power, there was you know a few you know a little bit more um, a little. Dirty in it but i think if you take the the positive ones out of it because there was some good ones in there too oh, That sort of reflected a more of a moral journey yeah. um you know i think at the end of the day you have an outcome and i think if that outcome can end in a win-win then i think that's pretty good
2: awesome yep. you also talk a lot about being uh very spiritual in the book as well what does that look like for you on a on a day-to-day basis
1: i think it looks like a journey i think um you know, I think I aspire to 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 try to find more of it in a in a in a calm. I think um, in my you know sort of my twenties to thirties, it was very much um, you know, business. I was climbing my Everest. I had my backpack on my back and I was basically going to the top. You know, forties um, going on from forties onwards, it's it yeah. is you're you're more of a going. Okay, I've, I've you know, ticked the Everest box, and um, but you know what sort of cost is that to to you and yeah. I think that, um, you know, starting yoga and start going down that journey really does, did really help um, trying to find a bit more, a bit more peace. And yep. so, whether it's spiritual, uh, you know, it, I'm uh, I'm not really a um, religious person at all. Mm. Um, but I do find that there is something. What that something is, I'll still find out. I'll let you know when I yep. find out. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Please do.
0: Just on, um, just on climbing Everest, so you, you've obviously achieved a lot in your life. Do you think you're actually, you're happier now you've achieved, Achieved that, or or you just as happy before you started the whole journey?
1: Yeah, when I hit thirty, I remember thinking, "Oh my god!" Because when I hit thirty, I'd already travelled around the world. I'd been mm. to twenty five countries. I worked for David Bowie. Mm. I'd gone to Grand Prix. I've been to the yeah. You know, I I thought, mate, I've done a lot. You know, yeah. From my, I thought, far, out, I don't know what I've got left to, to do. I've had such a great, cool journey. So then, um, you know, thirties came, and you know, then family and and um, you know, babies and business and all that sort of stuff. And you go hit 40 go wow i don't know if there's not much because you will go and then you get to 50 and then you get to 60 and so so i think um what we're designed for is continue to learn and evolve you know yeah. You know, right now yeah you know, what what are you guys you're still in your early 20s mid-20s yeah 24 26. 26
2: yeah
1: yeah so you know you you're at that stage where you're still kind of working it out you're still you're still in the time when you don't have to get too serious yet yeah like You know, you haven't got, you know, you you might have girlfriends, but you haven't got wives, you haven't got kids, you haven't got mortgages. You can just do whatever, you know, and that's what you need to do right now. But you know what? Even when you, that that next journey, which is, you know, the kids and family and stuff, it's just as fun as Mm -hmm. the, and, and actually, in fact, sometimes you feel you've got more meaning. Um, but that's a great era too. So I think every era you jo- enjoy as long as you survive the era you're in. Um, but once, you, once you're once you into that next one, enjoy it. And then you, now I'm in that era where, you know, my kids are now sort of getting to your guys' age. And, you know, they're in their next era. So But now I've got sort of freedom to go, yep, yeah, that's it. Stop asking me to stop.
2: Yeah. <laughs> nice well what's uh as we sort of wind down what's what's next for Janine Allison for Retail Zoo
1: oh I'm, I'm still trying to work out what I want to be when I grow up yeah <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, I haven't quite worked it out you know I thought I might be a yoga teacher so I've done that course I might, I'm might. i doing an actual horsemanship I might do that um, I don't know do you, you teach know. any
2: I'm yoga classes or are you just qualified do you teach any classes
1: qualified I do some I do some friends um yeah, I don't think anyone's going to actually probably hire me. Anyone out there looking for a yoga teacher? I'm for free. I'm yeah. still for free. Um, <laughs> We're
2: just down the road from you. We're down on uh, Road. We'll come through. We'll
1: come. <laughs> um The um, so you know, I think it's matter of a, a, you know just continuing to learn. You know, it's no different to where you guys are at 27. You know, what do you want to do? What's your next adventure? Mm-hmm. I'm there as well, and I think that anyone. You know, my mother is 80 when when she's looking for her next adventure. So awesome. there's, it's never, it's never ending until you're dead. You just keep doing it.
0: Yeah, unreal. Well, Janey, thanks for that. So bloody excited now for the uh, the next phases of, of life. Yeah. After hearing all
1: oh. that,
2: where, where can people find more about uh, about you? And a, I know you do a Shark Tank blog as well. Are you still doing that this season?
1: Yeah, yeah, I'll do that again. I have. I'm pretty slack on my blogs. I'm not. I need to really really follow Naomi's lead she's the sort of the the machine of all that space I need to get better um but no I'll do I'll do a blog through Shark Tank and um and then uh, and now there's some LinkedIn stuff but uh yeah so but yeah so but no Shark Tank's always good. I really I really enjoy that sort of part of part of my journey yeah fantastic all right. yeah. Well, well
0: thank you Janine for your time and uh enjoy the rest of your day and journey and journey, <laughs> and journey.
1: Yeah no worries guys thanks hope you get a good wave yeah. Yeah. <laughs> see ya bye see
0: you, thanks guys for listening
2: we hope you enjoyed that interview we got a lot out of it and I'm sure you did too guys
0: if there's one thing you can do for us to be hit subscribe or write a review it means to like give us good uh, good ratings and iTunes to so more people are listening out it.
2: yep even mention it to one friend and say no, there's two blogs out alright and yeah yeah, it is. <laughs> sure, it is.